Welcome to the Raquel Show. Hola, mis amores. I'm so excited for episode six. I'm sitting here right now, like, kind of handicapped. I went to this class, this bar class. It's like Pilates, but ballet. So it's like a lot of like lifting and toning workouts. I really love it because I honestly, I don't like working out at all. So I try to do like really cute workouts that aren't like too strenuous, but I ended up, I think I ended up spraining my finger and I just noticed it like last night, my finger is like swollen and it's like, it hurts. So like I text my friend, Sean, he's one of my good friends from college and he's a doctor. And so I'm always like texting him for like random medical advice. Like, Sean, what do I do? Like, am I dying? Do I have cancer? Like what's wrong with me? So I text him. I'm like, what do I do? Like, I think there's something wrong with my finger. He's like, you should probably ice it and like take ibuprofen and like you can get finger sleeves from CVS. I was like, a finger sleeve? That sounds so lame. I'm not buying a finger sleeve for like my finger. That's embarrassing. No, thank you. But thanks for the advice, Sean. Love it. (laughs) But yeah, I think I really enjoyed bar class. I think I'm going to try to be consistent with like going to Pilates and bar because it's such a good workout. And honestly, like all of the like hot moms and like models do Pilates and bar and they look like so lean and so toned. And like that's what I'm like going for. So I'm going to try being really consistent because I like cute workouts and I'm like done in like 50 minutes or less. I don't want to be at the gym all day and like doing grueling workouts like I'm like I'm not in the Olympics I'm an athlete like I'm not doing those kind of workouts at all no thanks and I think it's really difficult to find good workout plans to do in this day and age just because I just feel like on social media or like in magazines or whatever everyone is so focused on like how to get a bigger butt in six weeks how to have be curvier in like two weeks and like honestly like I got like I'm like pretty curvy to be honest like I am stacked like I have boobs I have a butt I have a small waist like thank you mom thank you Jesus I had like a second puberty in my late 20s um that I prayed for when I was younger people always tell me like oh how did you like I prayed to God I was like God I want to look like Jessica Rabbit when I get older like please make me look like Jessica Rabbit So I'm all about like maintaining my figure and I just want to be healthy overall because I'm in a new decade now. I'm in my 30s. Like I want to be healthy. I want to look good. I want to like wear the clothes I want to wear. I just want to like feel like great about myself um, in that way, like healthy. And it's hard because there's so many trainers online. Like there's so many girls who get like BBLs and they're like, oh no, like I, I work for this. Like And I'm not plastic surgery shaming because I feel like, you know, if you want to, like, get your body done, get it done. Just be safe about it and make sure you're doing it from, like, a place of self-love, not, like, I hate myself. Let me get this done. But I feel like with so many BBLs and surgery out there, like, there's so many girls who, like, they'll get surgery and they'll literally put filters on top of their surgery. And I'm like, that is, like, way too much. Like, I feel like it's, like... There's a very thin line between getting surgery to make yourself feel better versus, like, body dysmorphia. And I just feel like this whole, like, filter craze and all this, like, picture editing with, like, Facetune and, like, 
all these things like it's driving people crazy of like these perfection standards that they need to reach that they don't really need to be so worried about but everyone is just on 10 about looking absolutely perfect in every single picture and I just feel like it's so unhealthy for especially like the young generation but even people my age or older like everyone feels like they need to have like an hourglass body and not everyone is shaped like that like everyone's body is beautiful in their own way and I'm starting to feel like it's going to distort kind of expectation versus reality of what bodies are supposed to look like like even when I used to so I used to be on tinder back in the day and I would meet so many men and they would be surprised that I actually look like my pictures because there's so many women who use like insane amount of filters on their pictures where like they look like amazing on the phone but like when you see them in person you're just like oh my god and it's crazy because I've experienced that too where I've used to like see these Instagram models and they look great on Instagram then when I see them in real life it doesn't like match up with the picture and like honestly like that's how you make your money like get it how you live it but it's kind of like very deceptive to do that where you're displaying something or like displaying like portraying yourself as something you're really not it's very dangerous and I feel like if you do get surgery you should be doing it because you want to do it and it's your choice and you're not doing it because you're comparing yourself to someone else or what someone else looks like or you want someone else's body and I know we all fall short of that sometimes of like you know comparing ourselves or comparing our lives to what someone else is doing like the grass is always greener on the other side and I've even been a victim of that where sometimes I felt like okay like I haven't accomplished what I really wanted to do or you know am I lagging behind am I falling short like should I be like 10 steps ahead and I feel like I'm 10 steps behind of where I need to be and I think I'm coming to terms with that especially turning 30 it's only been a few weeks but I feel like turning 30 has been such a fresh start for me of new beginnings and just a new perspective on life and what's really really great about it is for me I feel like my younger self wanted to do all of these things um, that I was really passionate about when I was younger but I didn't get a chance to really like throw myself into it because you know things happen in life you know you experience things when you're younger and it can really change kind of who you are as a person where there's a couple years in your life where you feel like you're not really your true self and I feel like now because because I've been through so much and I've gone through so much healing and transformation and I've died like 10 times in my life already and I feel like the gift I'm giving myself now is that I get to reclaim all the things I loved when I was eight or when I was 10 and I get to relive and kind of start these start these things over from scratch like I get to have a podcast I've always wanted to have my own show since I was a little girl and I'm like wow I get to do this now like I get to choose what I want to do in my life and there's no shame behind it because it's like something I really love doing it's fun for me there's no pressure so I'm like wow like I get to actually focus all of my time on Raquel and like what Raquel loves to do and that's such a beautiful gift to give to myself so I'm really really enjoying this new fresh start in my life where I feel like everything is new 
Um, if I make a mistake, who cares? I'm starting over. Like, it's it's a totally new decade. So I'm just like, it's amazing that I feel that way so much with turning 30. One of the things that really keeps me going is looking at the eight-year-old version of myself. And that's what keeps me going. Like, I do not want to fail her. I want to fulfill all the dreams that she wanted to do when she was eight years old. So if I want to have my own TV show, I'm going to do everything it takes to get there. And I promise myself not to ever give up on myself. Like, that's one thing you cannot do. Like, you cannot give up on yourself no matter what. Like, you have to fight for yourself. And a lot of people forget, like, you know, you need to love yourself so much that you're willing to do anything to make yourself happy and feel at peace. And for me, I've had so many moments in my life where I'm like, Raquel, you need to fight for yourself to feel like this level of peace, this level of happiness. Like you need to make, you need to like go to war for yourself. And I know it can be hard because it's a battle of the ego. It's a battle of like your shadow self, like you're battling all these different parts of yourself, but you need to just stay true to like that inner part of you, whether it's your higher self, your, your child self, whatever it is, stay true to yourself and trust me, like, it'll pay off and you feel like, like, you literally feel like you're, like, on planet, like, Mars or whatever. Like, you feel like, oh, my God, like, I cannot believe that, like, I was able to do this for myself and, like, have that huge breakthrough moment. So just, like, keep fighting for yourself. Keep, like, don't ever give up on yourself. Just, like, keep believing yourself and, like, it will really pay off. On a much lighter note, this week, I want to review one of my favorite, favorite strains of marijuana. It's called LA Confidential. And I first tried LA Confidential with my best friend, Candy, about two years ago. And we absolutely loved it. And ever since then, it's been like so hard to find it from anywhere. And I got really lucky this week and I was gifted LA Confidential. And so LA Confidential, it's an indica strain. And honestly, it's a very, like, well-rounded strain in my opinion. Like, I love, love the feeling. Like, it's, you definitely get, like, a, definitely a full body high and also a head high. And the taste, I would say, is definitely, like, diesel-y taste, but, like, not in a bad way. It kind of tastes good compared to a lot of other strains. Um, and it hits like very heavy, like pretty quickly. Um, and it usually like leaves you feeling like really like physically stoned, but like you still feel like, okay, like I'm still in my body. I'm pretty like mentally capable. Like I'm aware of everything going on around me, but I love it because it's a great like stress reliever. You feel really relaxed and it's like you feel relaxed, but energized at the same time. So I really enjoy it. You guys should definitely try LA Confidential. And if you guys have any strains you would love for me to review, I would absolutely love that. So please send me a message, hit me up on Instagram or email me. I would love to try any new strains y'all would recommend for me to review. Last but not least, my favorite topic. So y'all know I love reality TV. I absolutely adore trash TV. It's just amazing. So I used to love Bridezilla's and I was watching some old episodes 
And this one episode that I came across, um, this bride, she put all of her bridesmaids in like the ugliest dresses. Like they look like a shower curtain or like someone's like grandma's like old sofa. Like it was like awful like material, definitely polyester, definitely something cheap. And she's like, I just don't want them to upstage me. And I have a lot of things to say about bridal culture. And one of them being that, like, honestly, I could go on for hours about bridal culture. But one of them being about bridesmaid gowns. Now, the whole thing of bridesmaids gowns being ugly and this whole thing of, like, not wanting to upstage the bride is really ridiculous to me because how could you be upstaged when you're literally the bride like it's your day everyone knows it's about you and I just feel like it's a way for women who are very petty to make like their friends look bad because if it's my wedding I want all my like closest girlfriends to feel absolutely beautiful and feel like it's like wow like I want them to look beautiful and feel feel special that day too And I don't feel like making sure your bridesmaids look good is like any way of taking attention away from you, the bride. So I just don't get why like some of those brides could be so petty and so hateful. It's just like, why? Like, are these even your friends? Like, do you even like them? Because like, why would you want your friends to look bad? Like, it's like there's so many bridesmaids gowns that are so fucking ugly. Oh, my God. Like, just the tackiest material terrible like shapes it's like who made this what is this for and a lot of bridesmaids look like miserable on the day like their makeup is like drag queen like like their dresses are terrible and it's like oh my god why would the bride do that to her friends like luckily like I haven't had an experience that's like been horrible like that as far as being a bridesmaid but I feel for those girls who have to like have terrible dress and they have to like be at their friend's wedding because honestly if it was me I'd be like sorry girl like I'm not gonna be in your wedding like we're not even gonna be friends anymore if you want me to wear an ugly dress absolutely not I'm not doing that at all but it seems like this is never gonna end with bridal culture and making the bridesmaids look so ugly so the worst season is finally here it is fall season already I dread the fall and the winter I just get seasonal depression I hate the way the sun shines the sky is like a different color blue it's just awful to me and I live in New York City so it gets really dark super early and it's just like ugly here like it's nothing pretty about the fall to me everything dies it's not beautiful So I'm going to have to, like, do so much to have as much fun as possible, like, every day, especially on the weekends. So this weekend I'm going to try to make myself, like, super busy with things to do because I cannot take this weather at all. Like, it's nauseating. So I hope everyone has a better weekend than me um, with with the weather. I hope everyone's somewhere warm and somewhere beautiful. Um, I'll be in ugly New York City, but have an amazing weekend, everyone, and I will talk to you next week. Love you.